It's the Skinny Podcast, only on Local12.com. Now, here's Richard Skinner, joined by Chad Brendel of BearcatJournal.com and Rick Roaring from MusketeerReport.com. And welcome in to the Skinny Podcast, the college basketball edition presented by Joseph Infinity of Cincinnati. I am Richard Skinner, Local12.com digital sports columnist and editor with Chad Brendel from BearcatJournal.com and Rick Boring from MusketeerReport.com. And guess what? It is Selection Sunday. The brackets are set. Uh, we know the dates. We don't know the official times of games. We know the sites. We know all of that. Um, let's start just with a quick overview. Any real surprises for either one of you guys? I guess Oklahoma being a 10 seed. Like, I thought they were going to sneak in as one of the last teams. Yeah. And they were easily in. Yeah, looking at BracketMatrix.com, that was, the last one they did was mid-afternoon on Sunday. Um, they had USC in as a 10 seed. St. Mary's in as 11 seed. Neither one of those two teams made it. They had Arizona State as the first team out, which would have been ironic because of the whole, really, the, what looked the like Hur- it was going to yeah. knock them out was that Danny, Danny Hurley knocks out Bobby at Rhode Island lost to Davidson. Rhode Island got an at-large bid, actually got a seven seed, and, and understandably so. That looked like it was going to knock Arizona State out, but they were a team that was out, but they did make it. And Syracuse, which was technically actually in the first four, but the third team out split by Louisville. So Syracuse leapfrogs Louisville. And uh, both of those teams make it. So USC, St. Mary's don't make it. Louisville, another team that doesn't make it. And Notre Dame, another team that doesn't make it. But really, other than that, maybe a seed line here and there, but not even by much for the most part. This, you, you guessed on the Facebook Live that Auburn would fall to a four. We we kind of figured Tennessee was sitting solid as a third. They might have played their way into a two if they'd beaten Kentucky. We talked Kentucky maybe moving to the four line, but... Weren't surprised that they were a five. This correct. might be... I don't want to say this out loud, but the best job I remember the doing in terms of building the bracket. Like, I didn't really have anything that jumped out at me that I thought, that's really bad, or what are they doing, or what are they thinking? Do, do you think that the fact that we knew kind of specific criteria going in helped everybody? Maybe. I, I think I, th- I think this being the first year of the quadrants probably helped because they were more true to that new system they haven't branched out from it yet and started humanizing it so they maybe were more true to what the the quadrants were but um i i don't know i just didn't feel a whole lot of like what was that when we were watching the show i tend to think it's more you know we've been talking all year what a crazy year this is and how much parody is I think it was more just that, like, we didn't necessarily know on a lot of those things, so we felt a lot of the seeds were fluid anyway. Yeah, right, like, oh, so, yeah, okay, four or five. It, it, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I just I just feel like it, there wasn't much to argue about, especially because the teams at the bubble, I felt like none of them should get in. So I, I have a hard time when you, like, start asking about those teams at the end that weren't getting in or the teams that did get in. Like, Oklahoma's somewhat interesting because Trey Young's involved. Well, the, the but, other thing for Oklahoma, like, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, were they not in the in that reveal a couple of weeks or a month or so ago? They were. They, they, they were. were that been, they had a long way to fall. That would have been a long, long, long way to fall in a, in a month's period of time. And they, they did their best. They tried. Job trying. They lost 8 of 10. They tried. But I wonder if that factored in that, look, we had them in the first. We can't knock them all the way out. Oh, it had to factor in. Because they had a great top-loaded front half of their schedule. Like, the wins were there. The losses just stacked heavily down the stretch. One after one after one after one. Are you guys good with 
years ago, we went back to quit worrying about the last 10 games or how a team's playing at the end of the season and, and wait the entire schedule the same. Are, do you still like that? Do you still yeah. like – me too. I, I don't yeah, think I, you should yeah, go away from that. Yeah, and in fact, it's funny. I don't even think that discussion even comes up anymore, does it? I don't think really anybody talks about it. No, I mean, it's start, been like it, 10 years while, since right. they – I heard some guy on ESPN national radio arguing, railing against that the other day, and I was like, I mean – we went away from that system because yeah. it didn't it didn't make sense. But, so. but I think the eyeball test of Oklahoma over the last ten games is eh, I'm not so sure they're really a tournament team anymore. I mean that that's that's kind of the way it felt. Yeah, but they I just have yeah, done enough. I don't have a problem. The one we talked about, we did a Facebook live for those of you that didn't catch it. You can catch the the archive version of it. it's on the website and also on our Facebook site at local twelve. Um, Notre Dame didn't deserve to make it in their body of work. The the biggest question was. How were they graded? And and I think they were officially when the NCAA revealed they were officially the second team not to make it. Correct. So they were they were close, but probably didn't deserve it at the end of the day. And they had a major injury they had to deal with. There's no question they didn't deserve it. They lost to Ball State, Ball State at IPFW at home. No, no, they lost to Ball State and Indiana. Yeah, yeah. With Bonzi Colson, which didn't make it either. With Bonzi Colson, yeah, before he was injured. So basically, the problem with with Notre Dame was. It's easy to say they're a different team with Bonzi Colson back, and they are, but the metrics they put out before he got hurt weren't great. And then they put up basically the same metrics with him out. So it just didn't, like I said on the Facebook Live, if they were 15-0 and and the number one team in the country when he went out, maybe they do get in today. Yeah. But if they lost, if they didn't lose to Ball State, guess what? They probably get in today as well. Fair enough. So, you know, they weren't great without him, so you don't get that benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. And I hate it because I'm a Mike Bray guy. I love Mike Well, if you recall way, way back when the season started and we did initial Final Four picks, Notre Dame was one of my Final Four picks. But I got a second life, and then I'll give myself a third life when it gets to the Sweet 16, and probably when it gets to the Final Four, I'll give myself another life to try to pick the national champion. And I'll probably still be wrong when it's all said and done. All right, let's look at uh, at the number one seeds. Uh, Virginia, the number one overall. I don't think anybody had a complaint with that. Whether you like them, whether they passed the eyeball test, whether they you think were they the score. most dominant team in a crazy year, they dominated. Yes, earned the number one seed. And to be clear, I think sometimes it gets twisted what we say about them. I don't think they are bad. I just don't think their style is conducive to right. winning in the tournament. No, no, no. I don't trust them. Agreed. Agreed. But I think you're, you're in agreement, though, that they They earned, look really good right now. Right, they really earned good. the number one overall seed. They probably look better than any Virginia team in this recent stretch, yeah. five years or whatever. Um, just because they they can score a little bit more. Yeah, but I've got a little bit more pop. I really thought that team with Malcolm Brogdon was kind of underrated. Yeah, I, I think I would still take this one slightly over that one, though, because it's more guys. It's not just, just Brogdon. Him, right. You know, Jerome and, and Guy and uh, the fresh redshirt freshman whose name is escaping me right now, Hunter maybe. Um, DeAndre Hunter, I think is his name. Um, they've got more guys that can give them some offense. So I still and and they did not get an easy go of it. I like I know when we talk about toughest region, everybody immediately wants to go Midwest because it's Kansas, it's Michigan three, State, three, and it's Duke. The top three, though that, that that's the thing in the Midwest. But I don't think that but overall in terms of talking Virginia getting. Into say an elite eight, they got to beat Kentucky or Arizona in all likelihood. Creighton's not going to be easy. And Creighton's for them. not going to be easy either, right? Because Creighton can get scorching hot. Well, and Virginia makes everything tough. 
Marcus Foster as a guy that hits tough, guarded shots. And that's the type of guy that scares you. The tournament is about guys playing with their huevos hanging out the bottom of their summertime short pants and... Virginia is the opposite not, of that. No, no, they're basketball shorts. I can I can actually go basketball shorts on this one. He, I mean, he's got you there. Yeah. He, he did not call basketball shorts short, summertime short, short pants. pants. I did not. He called khaki shorts summertime That's correct. short pants. So basketball shorts. I don't but, know basketball. But, no, no, well, what, but, but, but Virginia is so old school. Don't they still wear the leather uh, belts around theirs good, and everything? Those are kind of formal. Good aren't call they? with like the three-quarter socks and the chucks. Yeah. Yeah, they should. But Virginia getting to the Sweet 16, they're going to have to probably play the winner of Arizona or Kentucky. Right. If you're talking like if if Xavier got that draw, Xavier fans would be furious right now. If they're looking at a Sweet 16 where they have to play Xavier, Arizona or Kentucky, that's not a great draw for Virginia. Right. No. So the top of that bracket is pretty heavy. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I mean, I, I just in terms of, of names, that's why people looked at the at the whole Kansas, Duke, Michigan State. I mean, you're talking about Virginia, Kentucky, Arizona. Still, yeah, right. Some some blue bloods there. Just. Uh, I mean, Virginia doesn't have an NBA guy. Correct. And they're going to be playing against a couple teams with NBA with dudes. multiple NBA dudes on it. They're going to stop DeAndre Ayton? With a, with a Sherman tank, maybe. I mean, that's the problem. If he wants to go get 30 and 20, no one in the country can stop him from doing that when he's at his best. And what's Virginia's answer to a guy going for 30 and 20? And you got to respect the guy that can score his age in the Pac-12 tournament. Came darn close. Came darn close. Do you, do you think you went over or under? Uh, that's a good question. Would he have thirty two? Yeah, thirty two. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> not not by much over. Um, Villanova got the uh, the number the number two uh, one seed. No no shock there. Kansas got the three. Xavier got the fourth overall number one seed. Rick, when you Boy. walk when you walked out of Madison Square Garden after the Providence loss, did you feel comfortable that Xavier was still going to be a one, or did you think they still needed a little more help? Which I think they obviously got. I I mean, I think if Duke wins the ACC along with Kansas winning the Big 12, then Xavier was was probably going to get bumped to that, that two line. I didn't think North Carolina could pass them up because of their resume. Yeah, and then the funny part is Carolina probably is the is the, well, is the higher number two seed than, than Duke. Well, and, and rightfully and so. Yeah, they they, right. they pop Duke, and, and their, their resume in terms of their – Quadrant one wins, what, 13 or 14 of them? 14. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. And I I get the argument that can be made for Carolina. But at the same time, with that one seed, we usually hold that to a certain standard. And that standard does not include losing at home to Wofford and losing at home to North Carolina State. You just can't do that. You can't have those types of blemishes as a one seed in my mind. Yeah. So Xavier is in Nashville. UC is in Nashville. Xavier in the West is the one seed. They will play the winner of the 16 seed kind of playing game, North Carolina Central, Texas Southern. I know it's not the playing game. They hate when you say that. Um, and then Missouri, Florida State, the eight. No, but it's NC Central, game. Texas Southern might be my favorite game of the tournament. The, Texas Southern has your boy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like Lavelle Moton. I mean, that's I'm the biggest Lavelle Moton fan on the on the planet. So are we going to talk about Xavier's inability to guard small scoring guards? Demontre Jefferson might get 50. 5'7"? No. Uh, he's five, list, four and a half. He's listed 5'7". Five 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 four and a half. Averaging twenty three point four points per game. Five four and three quarters. Okay, whatever it is, he throws buckets in. Yeah, he, Xavier's plan might be to just not guard him, let him go for fifty seven, and shut everyone else on their team down, which is possible. Hold him to sixty four as a team. He yeah. gets fifty seven of the sixty sixty four. Yeah, seven free throws from a couple other randoms. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so Friday, Sunday, Nashville. Same for UC. Friday, Sunday, Nashville. We're gonna we're gonna give some Nashville tips to people. Here's the here's the biggest question though. I, I do have about that. 
would you rather have the early game Friday so you can also go out Thursday, or rather, the early game Friday so you can go out all evening Friday, have a whole Saturday to kind of sleep it off and then go back at it on Sunday with the game? Or would you rather have a, a, a kind of a midday, late day where you can sleep in just enough? What are you looking for? What are you hoping for? I, I, I don't know when I'm exactly going and to And would it be so best not... if, they, if, if they put the Xavier time at a different time of day than you see? So they well, they will all, be. They'll so they, have to be. Well, no, I mean like clear, like one's at noon, one's at 940, so they don't hit the streets at the same time. I could see that. That's that, a Nashville edict. That's the mayor, the mayor of Na- well, the mayor I, of Nashville's out of a job now. But I, I don't know that that's how that works though, because if you have Xavier fans getting out by like three p.m. to hit the streets, UC fans are going to be pre-gaming from three to six yes. or seven. Depends. That's well, going to be a long game's period. At nine forty, though, they probably wouldn't pre-game until start pre-gaming until dinner time. The Xavier fans might have. But regardless, there's going to be a large window in there while they're out in the streets at full force together. Right, now, now, here's the thing. Should, should Xavier fans and UC fans have dibs on certain bars? So five of the bars are UC bars, five of the bars are Xavier bars, or is it just a free for freaking all? Man? I don't know if Nashville know, Like, they think they do because they've had U, a bunch of UK fans there. But, but no, but it's, all, it's UK just dying. It, that's the thing. It's, it's like, it, you want to rumble? Into, You're rumbling with this giant core of Kentucky. This is like two factions down the middle, man. And, and that right now... Are not in a good place. <laughs> no. Like, our mentions are a disaster, no matter what we're tweeting at this point. Right. Just because the other fan base is so upset. I with think them. I've almost successfully blocked every idiot what, in the Xavier fan base. What, what are they chirping about mostly? I don't know. I've any, blocked them all. Any and everything. Anything. Okay. Like, you say anything about Xavier, UC fans are in your mentions about Chris Mack, lacks of class, uh, JP McCure this, Matt Jennings that. Like, they're, get, they're getting on strength coaches at this point. Okay. What, who... Who yells at strength coaches, chirps strength coaches on Twitter? And, and on, the, on his side, it's the same way. He doesn't see it as much, I don't think, because he blocks them. But, like, it's, it's, it's bad between the two fan bases. I it think is. that's because... I told you I blocked Xavier's game day account. <laughs> I think that's because both teams were so good this year. Yes, for the it's, most it's part. absolutely, because there's... But it, when the fact is, the fact of this, you're both in different regions... You're, you're both different. I, this should be almost like a, like a Cincinnati celebration. I think oh, that's it's good, for, it'll it's good be. for the city. It's, it's good for the city. My God, no, Dan will be happy no, to you hear know what? that. No, it's good for the city of Nashville is what it's good for. I, it's not going to be a problem. You got to like these people all work together. They all they're all friends. They all know each other. Everybody's tough behind an internet keyboard. Like yeah, that's the problem. They don't have the internet in front of them. Chad, alcohol just changes everything. Well, changes. Over under on fights. Over under on fights in Nashville Four. bars. That's really low. That, but, but even still, that's like... That's not even a good Friday, 11 p.m. hour in Nashville. Like between, no I'm not saying regular. Like I'm saying between specific okay. UC and Xavier fan fight. I mean, what, what will be better? The uh, 2012 brawl or the fan brawl of Nashville in 2018? Hmm. I'll still go the 2012. At least I hope that is. I hope that's the case. Musketeer Report is willing to pay a freelance fan to walk around with their cell phone filming yelling World Star the entire weekend. So like, if, like, if any, a, like a year membership? No. I'll, well, I'll, I'll throw out a membership and I'll pay them. I'm, I'm willing to pay out. World Star! Yeah, just walk around the entire weekend filming all the fights between UC and Xavier fans. And I'll pay you. All right. There it is. The gauntlet's been laid by Rick Brewing. I, I, I do like it. Um, but it is conducive. I mean, it, it, it is pretty cool. It, it, it's well within driving distance. It's hilarious that that this season, this is how it ends up. It's not a random year where, like, one's an 11 and the other's a 6. And they just randomly know. This is both teams at their peak, pretty much. Right. 
best, you know, first number one seed in Xavier history, Cincinnati coming back from everything and getting back to a two seed. Uh, and and we get to spend the weekend in Nashville dealing with each well, other. Well, there was the potentiality with Xavier being a one and UC being a two. They could have been matched in the same region. Um, I like this better. Is potentiality a real world? I, I, believe, it is. I believe it is. Okay, look it up. I, no, I I'll believe you. I just that was impressive. Check I, that. Check it on Google, people. Potentiality. Uh, yeah, potentiality. I, I am glad that that did not happen. Yes. Yeah, I don't think this city could have handled a game. Like, well, I mean, what what are the odds? Like elite of, eight of a well, what are no, no, no. It's I, a final four game, yeah, right? I, final, four be off, final four be off the hook, but you know what? Final four, you're, it's, you're the, like you've reached. You're yeah, there, right? Yeah, you're there. You're that's, there. That's yeah. the big. Part. What what would that? Uh, what are the likelihood of the, of that happening? Do you think? Uh, they're on the same. They're on the same side. Yeah, they are. I, I, I realize that. I'm, I'm asking you how likely you think it is that both could make it. Um, I think it's unlikely that both make it. Oh, I, I th- of but, course, but do you think there's even a possibility, or well, are you saying no? No, I think there is a possibility. Yeah, I absolutely think there's a possibility. I, th- I, I think when the, the bracket came out, our general consensus is X got a good draw for X, UC got a good draw for UC. So clearly there's potential that that could happen. The world would – Cincinnati would burn to the ground if that happened March 31st. Yes. 6.30 tip-off. Two days after everybody was doing a kumbaya for opening day here in Cincinnati. The Bearcats and the Muskies go toe-to-toe in the Final Four. It's just good for the city. Elite Eight, so Elite eight would have been evil. Yes, that, that would have been torture. Because then the, the bragging rights of Final Four versus your... Yeah. There just is a difference. And I, I don't know what that difference is because, yeah, one team still would go to the... You know, they match up in the Final Four. One team goes to the championship game. The other one doesn't. But it just feels like there's a... You, you got to the Final difference Four. difference if you get like, to the Final you Four. You were a Final Four team. No one will ever get over You're right. a Final Four matchup between these right. two teams where one goes to the finals and the that's other prob- does not. That's it probably. will be... That's, I, I concur. That's, that's probably. You guys are right with what you're saying. I think there's a difference between the late eight and Final Four because getting to the Final Four just means so much. Right. But... Like, if UC kept... Like, if they met in the Elite Eight and UC denied Xavier their first Final Four, you, Xavier fans would never, ever hear the end of that. I mean, and they already if, don't hear the end of that. And if Xavier got to their first Final Four with a win over Cincinnati, oh, my God. And, and especially because... The internet know, would explode. Because no, then, you know what the thing would be? You guys haven't gone to the Final Four in 26 years. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But meeting in the Final Four... I think still, that would be actually pretty cool. I... Great for the city. Great for the city. Great for the city's media. Yeah. This is great for the city's media. Yeah, Everybody sure, just yeah. goes to Nashville. There is going to be no shortage of media coverage for this NCAA tournament. No doubt. <laughs> for these two teams. Well, no because doubt. everybody wanted to go to Nashville to begin with. Yes. Everyone's dying to go to Nashville anyways. They're both in the same city, so it's going to be so easy for them to produce no content. I mean, like even Shannon Russell, who's trying to cover both teams right. at once for perfect the athletic. For her. She's thrilled right yeah, now because she's going to be able to write about both teams. Exactly. All right, let's look at the matchups and, and kind of the the, the, the brackets for, for each of, of the teams, and we'll throw Kentucky and Ohio State in there here in a second as well. Let's start with Xavier because they are a one seed. We're not uh, going to talk Louisville? Oh, they're not in. They didn't make it. They yeah. will be in the NIT, I believe, though. Probably as a one seed. How about that? They, it will be a one seed. That, that's an expensive NIT. That is an expensive NIT to have to open that the doors for 6,000 people to show up. Well, I was more thinking about how they got there. Well, that's a good point. Team Team six. Team six of one in the in the NIT. Yeah, L one T six. L one T six. There it is. Um, I, let's start. Let's start with Xavier. Um, I, let, let's skip to, to round two. Obviously, um, 
Missouri. You're going to skip the winner of NC Central Texas Southern. I'm completely going to skip them. Yes, thank you very much. It's not going to be very hard for me. Fifteen and and nineteen Texas Southern or nineteen and fifteen NC Central. Texas Southern's fifteen and nineteen because they played fourteen high major teams before January first. Correct, and then they still also went twelve and six in their flipping stupid bad league. But Mike Davis. Continues to roll. This is his seventh NCAA tournament appearance, and he does have a national runner-up to his credit. Let's not forget that. Mike Davis in the tournament. Kelvin Sampson in the tournament. In the tournament. Indiana. Not in the tournament. Have I, have I told hmm. you that? Makes you think. The, the Mike Davis most uncomfortable story ever. Oh, the one for me was when the bodyguard was standing in front of him on the bench during a Kentucky game, and everybody's going, what in the world are you doing, guy? That one for me was the one that was the weirdest. During a game, bodyguard just standing in front of him. So they, they when he was at UAB. They played Cincinnati. And this was after the Indiana years. This is after the Indiana years. And Cincinnati beat them really bad. And at that point in time, uh, UC was still bringing opposing coaches in for the, the post post-game. Game, yeah. And he came in and did his post-game interview. And it ended. And he didn't leave. And he just sat there. He cried? That, you know that's Well, you know that's the small yeah. press. He sat there and he just stared at the picture of Oscar with like, like he didn't cry, but like welled up. Like, did did he realize Oscar had played there? Yeah. Okay. He I, he just he got lost of it? in that picture of Oscar, and he sat there. Is for it the like, one with him spread eagle grabbing yeah, a rebound? Yeah. And he just stared at it for fifteen minutes, and everybody like it's it was the most uncomfortable thing ever because everybody was there. Like, work. he is a strange cat, man. And he just he and then just he quietly got up and and, and walked out, but it was like fifteen minutes. Wow. It's wow. a weird dude. He is a weird dude. It's a weird dude. No question about it. I don't know, man. I, I think I think Demontre I'm, Jefferson could give back some problems. I'm, I'm going to let Xavier pass on that game. We moved to round two, where potentially Missouri meets would, would be the opponent, or Florida State. Uh, but let's talk about this Missouri team, because people that maybe don't know the whole story there are going to look and go, uh, you know what, they were middle-of-the-pack SEC, and the record's not very good. But they've got a dude back. He's got some rust on him. Played only a, 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 what, one game here in the SEC tournament. He's going to have an extra six days of practice. Mike, yeah, Michael Porter. But he is going to have some extra practice. Is going to if if they do advance, that means he's played another game in the tournament, which would be the the first round game. How scary could they be? Just because we really we don't know what they are as a finished product. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, the reason they're scary is because they have one of the best NBA prospects in the country on their team. So, a lot of times, the tournament is about the best talent taking over and, and winning games, and NBA talent usually gets you far in the tournament. So, from that perspective, they'll have the best player on the court, theoretically, if he's back into some type of yeah, form. He's not that guy right now no, from what and, we saw and, and, in the and one I, game and we saw. I'm not sure him. six more days will do that, but it is six more days under his belt with another Six more days with a game. Right. So, right. you know, I, I don't think he's going to be able to take down Xavier by himself, and the rest of that team is eh. – they don't have what you need to beat Xavier. Yeah, is, I think is, that's the thing. Is, is that potentially the toughest game before they would get to the Elite Eight? And I'm not overlooking Gonzaga or Ohio State or anything. No, the, I, I think Gonzaga and Ohio State are much tougher okay. matchups. Okay. I mean, look, Ohio State, Kata Bates-Diop is a National Player of the Year contender, yeah. just awesome, and they've got other pieces as well. Um, and you look at Gonzaga – they're not as good this year as they much, were last year. Right, but how much did Ohio State fatten up on, on really what was a bad, bad league? So, I, four, I think Gonzaga handles Ohio State pretty easily, personally. Yeah, but Gonzaga also, I mean, is familiar with Xavier. They popped him last year. So, I mean, Xavier will have some revenge on their mind, obviously, but th- that's already proven to be their, their style 
gave Xavier trouble last year, and they have some of those guys back. So. And that's a Gonzaga team that made a Final Four. Like, they have the experience, and, the pedigree yeah. of knowing how to, to grind out one of those and, and games. Play, and play with a little chip that says, listen, we won 30 games again. We did exactly what we've done in the past, yeah. and yet you slap us with a four seed. And that's what the resume they, says, de- they deserved. That's what, yeah, that's what they earned. But how much do you think there's a little chip there, too, for them going, look, look what we did last year, and you're going you're gonna to ding us to a four seed? I, you know, I'm sure they feel that way every year. Right, right. Um, and then Carolina at the bottom of the bracket with Michigan. Um, uh, those two teams, the two and three seeds. Um, and I, I would really expect one of the two to come out. I have a hard time making a case for Houston, San Diego State, A uh, and M, Providence. Although I, I guess I could make a mini case maybe for Providence because they just grind. But I could see Houston pulling a upset. But not, I don't know yeah, two. Yeah, not not enough. Like I wouldn't be shocked if Houston could beat Michigan because I. Both of those teams. Opposite teams. Not anymore. Michigan's not as much of an offensive team anymore. Their defense is what's carried them this year. Yeah, they're better defensively, but I don't think they're tough the way Houston's tough. Houston's, Houston's tough Houston's is physical. Shit. Yeah. They, they, they are a different breed of toughness and physicality, I think, than Michigan is, but that could be a really ugly game. I don't want to watch that one. I, I Yeah. I mean, it's it probably wouldn't be uh, 80, 83 to 79, I wouldn't guess. Um. But I could see Houston pop in Michigan. Uh, I do they have enough to get past that? I wouldn't think so. They're not touching North Carolina. I mean, that's just not going to happen. They can't keep up right. with that type of scoring. I, um, I, I think North Carolina is as good as anybody in the tournament. I think they're playing as I, well as anyone in the tournament. I don't disagree, but but then you look and you go, how do you lose that many games? No, I totally agree because they played twenty two of them. 23 well what 14 and but, I mean, 14 and 8 well that's fine that's fine but they also lost at home to Wofford and NC State so right. it's not like it was just the top tier I know, of the ACC I know, that they were losing but I'm, to but I'm saying they were 14 and 8 like they played 22 of 31 of their games were quadrant 1 yeah and then you that's feel, impressive it, 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 have, it is but it's also you have your a letdown moment yeah, like a Wofford letdown moment, and it happens. But I'm with. But I'm asking though. But right now, I think they're playing as well as anyone in the country, and I, th- I'm not so sure. I'm not picking them to win at all. I think Providence could pop them. No, really, pop Carolina or pop Xavier? Carolina. You don't think they could pop them? I mean, I guess if if North Carolina has a letdown, I, I mean, just... Providence has beaten Xavier twice and beat Villanova. Yeah, and those are teams that. That can put points on the board, like and Providence has a bunch of long, athletic dudes, and that works against North Carolina because they're going to spread you out with some long, athletic dudes and Luke May, who I wouldn't describe as long or athletic, but he'll spread you out. Um, when you look at again talking about the NBA talent, the West out of all the brackets has the least NBA talent, yeah. and the NBA talent it does have is not on the top teams. That's fair. You know, you're talking about Michael Porter, talking about Missouri. Yeah, he's the. I mean. There's there's four draft picks right now, according to ESPN mocks, in that region, and three of them are first rounders. None on the top two seed lines. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So it's by far the weakest in terms of NBA talent. All right. Um, let's move to UC, um, where they've got uh, they play the Friday Sunday as well. Georgia State, the first uh, first round game. Ron Hunter, the coach there. Love me some Ron Hunter. Wonderful. Coaching shoes or not coaching shoes. No coaching shoes. Oh, I, I wanted to bring back the cart, the, the the chair. Let him fall out of it again. Yeah, that was that was one of the more fun. It was first weekend stories in a long time, and I've known him for a long time because I UC recruited RJ. But um, yeah, so I, I got to know Ron, Ron a little Ron, Ron bit. Ron played at Miami. Yeah, Ron played at Miami. Played with um, 
Ron Harper. Ron Harper. Ron Harper. That's yeah. It, yeah. Um, so, really good dude. That'll be a fun game. Um, they usually, Georgia State usually has a pretty fun style. Uh, I can't imagine that being an issue. And then, much like um, X in the second round, I, I'm i not incredibly worried. Well, I mean, if it's Texas, you're playing a top five draft pick. Correct. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba from Texas. So, and he's not shaking off rust. No. He's been here all year. He's been here all year. Now, he's a little bit different because Porter's an offensive guy. Bamba's a defensive guy. But Cincinnati relies so much on Gary and Kyle that Bamba could erase all of their shots. Yeah. So, like – I don't think people, unless you've seen him play, I don't think you have a grasp. Like, unless you've really watched him, he's like seven one with a seven nine wingspan. Like his covers, arms just keep going yeah. and going. And I would imagine they would put him on Gary Clark and just say, "We're going to take care of that. You're not going to be able to to get shots off against him." So Texas would be a problem. Nevada. Uh, that's the one seven seed I said I didn't want to, to have UC face. And you face. said it before it came up on the line because yeah. we were assuming UC was a two seed. Um, they make tough shots. The big thing with them, they're not really they're not that good defensively, and they're bad on the glass. And if you're not if you're bad on the glass, you stand a chance of Cincinnati just beating you into submission. So I don't feel terrible, but that's the one seven I didn't really want. This just in for my guy Nick. Times are out. UC will open up at two p.m. Xavier will play at 7.20 on that Friday. There we go. So not quite as – not total opposite ends of the spectrum, but kind of what you were talking about there, Skinny. Yeah. Well, I mean, UC is going to get out at 4.30, and that's when Xavier you gotta, you fans – You've got about a nice one-hour crossover of post-game, pre-game party. I and really, then everybody hits the streets at about 10. No, I, I'm, just, I'm just talking like that's the heart of when Xavier fans will be out is when UC fans are getting yeah, out of the game. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, pre- thanks, thanks for that update. Um – Tennessee is the three seed there. I think they're solid. Um, I think they're solid, but I think it's a good matchup in, for in Cincinnati. Words I say, in a year where the where the SEC was very, I don't know if balance is the right word, but but there there was a lot of parity in it. They were co-champs in the league and got to the league tournament championship game. That's probably as consistent as anybody was in the league. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't argue that. They're, they're a good team. I just think they're a team that Cincinnati matches up pretty well with. Like, I wouldn't want Texas Tech. Um, because they have a, a Keenan Evans is a is a, a game winner, a killer like we always talk about. Well, 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 yeah, go ahead. I wouldn't want Michigan State, right? Michigan and and Tennessee, I would say, are about a toss up, but I would prefer Tennessee over Michigan. So, in terms of it, the way that a team matches up with Cincinnati, I think they got the best option for what how they play for a three seed. What about Miami coming out of that top part of that to be a potential? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I know there's, you know, Bobby Riggs, Barstool Riggs, <clears throat> has been big on Miami all year. His last name doesn't change when you say his Twitter handle, I by know. the way. Okay. <laughs> um, he's been high on them all year. They've got a lot of talent. It would not be even – I bet that game will be within three points, the line on in Vegas if they play. So that would be a coin flip kind of game either way. I think I might even rather play Tennessee than Miami. I think Miami's probably got more talent. I'm big on Miami, too. I really like that Miami team, and it's easy. You're a big Lonnie Walker guy, right? Huge Lonnie Walker guy, and he's starting to play better. Um, And it's easy to kind of overlook a team, I think, when they're a middling ACC team. Right. 
because that conference is really good. And it's just like, uh, they're, they've finished, what, fourth or fifth in the ACC? But it's like... They've played they've, games. Yeah, I mean, they are acclimated to the highest level of basketball, and they've won some of them. So I'd be wary of that Miami team for sure. All right, uh, before I move to Kentucky and Ohio State, let's go back to Xavier, and I'll kind of ping-pong back. We're not going to talk about a potential Cincinnati-Virginia 25-24 Elite Eight game? 11-10. Yeah, was, without, I without stall, without... Do those two coaches just petition to eliminate the shot clock for that game, see if the NCAA will let them do it? No, because they, neither one would get a shot off. I think both coaches are fine. I, I think both coaches would be fine if they could play one possession in that game. Hold for one, one possession each, and that's yeah. it. Just hold no, for I, one I, each I, half. I, I did Whoever wins the, the tip gets the first half. That means the t- like you got to throw the tip then, because in the second half, then you're going to get the last shot. No, you just got to get a stop, man. If the team scores on there, on their, the first half, then you got to get a stop in the second half. There's that. Um, is that is that the best one seed matchup though? Yeah, by far. I don't want anything to do with Villanova by any stretch. I mean Kansas. I think UC could out physical Kansas, but Kansas has got some dudes that can put the ball in the basket. And I mean, I don't think they were going to put Xavier and UC right. in the same region. Right. So you, you can you can talk about this UC's team being different from last year, and they are, and you can talk about them being better offensively, and they are. I'm not trying to go there. But last year we also talked about UCLA and their ability to just make that run that UC couldn't really answer. Yeah, That will not happen against Virginia whatsoever. They will not make that run where they just run away and hide, whereas any of those other two one seeds that they could have been matched up against might have done that. My my only fear is that they can because – I think UC will have a really hard time scoring against Virginia. That's the Virginia thing. will have a really they, hard they time will, scoring but, on but, Cincinnati. But, but I thought that in other games with them, and I look up, and they go on a 9 nothing run. It may take five minutes to get that 9 That's the thing, though, run. Skinny. Like, it, they'll go on a 9-0 run, but it'll take the whole first half to get that 9-0 yeah, run, and wait. it'll be 11-9 to a half or something. Like, <laughs> Well, but when you're down 7-9 to against them, it just feels monumental. But it's not. <laughs> like That's the thing. There's still a shot clock, so you're still going to get some possessions. I just... UC will be in that game. That's the good yeah, news. Yeah, I'm not telling you now, it won't be. Virginia's better at UC style than UC is, but UC will be in that game and have a chance to win it. Yeah. All right, let's go back for, for both Xavier and, and, and UC. Is the, I, if there's one guy, go ahead. I, I will say, um, interesting to note that the South is the most loaded when it comes to NBA talent. 11 wow. NBA draft picks, um, according to ESPN's mock draft, eight first-rounders. None of those are on Virginia, of course. But uh, no, but Arizona's got a couple. Kentucky's got yeah. A we're couple. gonna we're gonna get to them here in a second. When we get to Kentucky. Um, Cincinnati's yeah. got Jacob Evans. Texas has got Bamba. Yeah, I mean, there's some dudes. All right, one guy maybe for each team that 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 really needs to maybe play better than what they played down the stretch. If there's a guy for Xavier, you go. They need that guy to do do a little more in this tournament to make a run. Is there a guy? I would go JP Makira. Okay, for Xavier to really make a run. They need to get the Trayvon Blewett in the tournament that they got last year. They need to get the J.P. McCare that they got last year. And that doesn't necessarily mean he has to score 15 to 20 points or anything like that. But he has got to be a guy who's not throwing the ball willy-nilly all over the court. He can't be just not playing transition defense. And he has to make some big shots. He can't miss a wide-open three that would have won the game like he did against Providence. And that's not to take shots at him, but just... Flat out, those two were really good last year doing all types of different things, not just scoring for themselves, but making their teammates better, attacking the basket, getting fouls drawn on other guys. He has to be that guy again, or I don't think Xavier is capable of like an Elite Eight or Final Four run. Okay. How about for UC? Is it Jacob Evans? It has to be. Yeah. I mean, 
he hasn't played well. Yeah, well, what, what I, that's the thing. What what's going on there? Because it it just his shot is just off. It, and, it, and, and that the thing that's befuddling to me is from fifteen feet to five feet, he used to be automatic, and right now it feels like he's shooting like. 10% on those shots. Well, listen to Mick Cronin in the pregame today. He talked about Jacob pressing a little bit maybe because he feels NBA eyes are on him. Um, how, how much is he a kid that, that would press in that circumstance? Or uh, I think he's, self, like he's self-conscious of that kind of yeah. thing. I don't think it's in a, in a bad way. I think it's just in more of a I've got a chance to set my family up long term. Right. Like I don't want to screw it up type way. Um, because you made the point, if they play Texas and Mo Bamba erases the inside, anything on the inside, you can't have him do what he did in the, in this no, in this or you'll target lose or by you, twelve. Correct, correct. So I mean, the interesting thing is, if you look at this stretch of the last five or six games, he hasn't had many good games. Jaron Cumberland has turned it on, and, and it might not always be scoring. He had eight assists the other night. He didn't score. He didn't score, what, two points, one point? Yeah, but he had eight assists. Like, his floor game and his overall basketball IQ is starting to soar. He got picked on a little bit on the defensive end today, but offensively he's been good. Those Houston guards are quick, and they they stretch you out a lot with their ability to shoot deep. Um, But offensively, I mean, his his game is – kind of stepped up into that role that Evans is supposed to be taking. Now if you get both of them, if Evans can turn it up and you get both of them playing at a high level, they're as dangerous as anybody in the tournament because of their defense. Yeah. Also got to give you see like a little a little bump up now because they're 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 moving up the ranks in the luck factor all of a sudden here. On oh, oh that's right because they grind out three wins. Where's that stand now? Do you know? I I don't know, but I would assume it was. Uh, I would assume if you get fouled on a rebound to win the game, well, that's just, that's a pretty high luck factor. Say, I'd isn't say it? the luck was more Rob Gray just chucking the ball out of bounds with four seconds left. Well, now that there's pretty, that too. There was, that was pretty fortunate. Gary was fouled on the rebound. Like that was yes, very fortunate today, without question. Um, how Rob Gray threw that pass, I I, I don't understand. You, I give UC credit. Run the double team at him so he has to do something else. He, he can't just drive into a foul. And even if that pass was completed, the best you were going to get was probably Half two court. dribbles, two dribbles and a 35-footer at the buzzer. Is about the By best. someone other than Rob Gray. Correct. And with somebody probably still running at you. That would have been... By Corey Davis, who was 18 of 19 on threes this year against UC. That would have been... Now, would that have been lucky to throw in a 35-footer? Is that just a guy who is a good shooter knocking down a 35-footer at Both. the buzzer? Both. And as it turns out, they throw the, the they throw the ball out of, out of bounds. But I'm with you on, on Jacob. Jacob Evans, you can't have him play like he just played and expect to win very many games in this tournament. No. Uh, you're, you might not get past Nevada if he's struggling. Yeah. All right, two Kentucky there, the fifth seed in, in the south, um, same region that UC's in, but they're in that upper bracket with where Virginia's the one. Boise. Potential second-round matchup with Arizona. That should be a fun one. That might be the best second. It probably is the best second-round game of the tournament. What, we got the other four fives are Wichita, West Virginia, Auburn, Clemson. Thank you. Gonzaga, Ohio State. Kentucky, Arizona might be potentially the best game of the the first weekend of the tournament. And both coming out of winning their conference tournament championships, so you can argue both playing pretty well right now. Kentucky, Kentucky really played other than a couple stretches in the Tennessee game where, and, and I think Tennessee's good, so that's yeah. credit credit to Tennessee. They really had a good tournament, good SEC tournament, especially without Vanderbilt. Right, 
Right, and you expect now with a week, another week that he comes back from the ankle injury and, and adds to that mix. But uh, uh, that that should be a fun game. Yes. Yes. Simple simple explanation. I really appreciate that. Thank, thanks for the analysis. Nobody I, they call, no, nobody calls him the best color man in the business for nothing, Jim. I, I don't know what else you want me to say that you haven't said already about okay, it. Simple yes. 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 Simple enough. All right. Uh, you want to do it? Time short. Do you want to do it? Do yep. a bracket. Yep, I'll have to look at yours. I don't have consensus bracket. I'm just going to throw the games out. You tell me where we go. Virginia is going to win their first game against UMBC. No argument there. Creighton, Kansas State. Creighton. Yep. Creighton, with you. All right. Kentucky Davidson. Kentucky. Arizona Buffalo. Buffalo style of play give Arizona any issues, or is, no. that, is that perfect for them? They're going to lose to Arizona, yes. Okay, probably true. Um, I let's complete that, 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 same, that same region down. Miami and Loyola. Miami. I'll go Miami, but I'm thinking I'm thinking Loyola. No, you're not. I am seriously. Look at their resume; they're pretty good. I'd rather not. Okay, I'd just put Miami on the they're line. They're pretty good. All right, Tennessee and Wright State. I know Rick, you want to go Wright State because you think so highly of them. Chad, Tennessee reluctantly. See, I was going to say if you just said Wright State, I would have jumped in with you and consensus would have won, and that really would have ticked him off doing this exercise. I'll go Wright State. I'll go Tennessee. I can't do it. Uh, Nevada, Texas. Nevada. I'm going Texas. Whew. I would have gone Nevada until they lost to San Diego State by 30. And they were down 30 at the half, were they not? Yeah. I'm going to go Texas. All right, so Texas it is. Elite players win in, in the tournament, right? I'll go Bamba. UC Georgia State, we go with UC. So we go, we'll go. we finish this whole region out. Virginia Creighton. Cool. Virginia. Close game, but Virginia. I'll go Virginia as well. Kentucky, Arizona. Kentucky. Arizona. I'm going Arizona too, although Kentucky win would not be surprising. Miami and Tennessee. Miami. Miami. I was going to go Tennessee, but I lose out on Miami. Texas, UC. 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 UC is unanimous. Uh, to the Sweet 16 we go. Virginia, Arizona. Whoo! Arizona. I'm going Arizona. I'm with him. All right, so we're all taking Arizona to get to the Elite Eight. Miami, UC. I'll go, I'll go UC. I will, too. I don't have to answer them. Okay, good, good, good choice. Arizona. What a U- load of crap that was. Arizona, UC. Arizona. Arizona. I think I'm going Arizona too. Wow, boy, we're we're. Aiden, what do you do with him? I, I don't know. You let him get his 34 and 28, and try to hope that somebody else misses. Oh but wait, the, but like, they got other dudes. I know. And and the problem is, it's not like. A lot of times I'm like, well, if your post player is your best guy, that can be taken away. You can throw him, you can do stuff. But they can literally just throw the ball up to him, and he'll go get it and dunk it. Right. And even then, he can step out and shoot, too. Like, yeah. there's no way to take him away. And it feels like since the whole Sean Miller stuff went down, that they're they galvanized with, yeah, a little bit. They're playing with that chip, and they're playing as a group. And they've got an elite wing scorer in Trier. Yeah. I, they've got an ultimate wing glue guy in Raleigh Alkins. They've got PEDs. They do. They have PEDs. They got a lot of money. Tough to overcome. They, they got $100,000 handshakes. All right, let's go to the West where Xavier's the one seed. They win their first game no matter what that five-foot, one-inch point guard does. Uh, Missouri, Florida State. Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. It's, it's Frank Haith in the tournament. That's yeah, hard to. That's a good call. Ohio State, South Dakota State. Ohio State. Ohio State for me. Gonzaga, Greensboro. Gonzaga. Houston, San Diego State. Houston. Houston. I was going to go San Diego State, but I'll go Houston along with you. Michigan, Montana. You like the Grizz? M- Michigan. I like the Grizz's like uniforms. Grizz uniforms. Not so much their team. Michigan, pretty easy. A&M, Providence. Providence. 
Providence. Providence. Well, Providence as well. Uh, Carolina, Lipscomb. No, no reason Lipscomb. for debate. All right, X in Missouri. I'll go, I'll go X. Chad's gonna have no vote on that. Same as Rick did. Ohio State, Gonzaga. Ohio State. I'm going Gonzaga. I'm going Gonzaga. All right. So we're going together. Houston, Michigan. I'm gonna go. Michigan. I'm gonna go Houston. I'm gonna go Michigan. Damn. Providence, Carolina. 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 All right. X and Gonzaga. X. I'll go X. All right. Okay. Michigan, Carolina. 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 I'm going Michigan, but you guys went out with the Carolina pick. X and Carolina. 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 Wow, we hit. We have both. We have both use. You talk about agonizing there, man. You see an X if they were to go out in the elite. Can you imagine eight? they're going to play back to back on the same day, and both lose in the elite eight. It'll be the last two games. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Of of that weekend. Yeah, brutal, brutal. Ten we're, minutes ago, fifteen minutes ago, we were talking about both teams being in the final four. I know, right. making just a run in the elite eight. Now we just got, now and we everyone just, just hates us now. Yeah, now we just punt them. All right, to the east we go. Nova wins their first round game with ease. Virginia Tech, Alabama. That's going to be a hell of a game. Virginia Tech. I'm going Alabama. I'm going cons. I, I want. To I was going to say we Tech. know where he's going. No, I love like buzzes. I love buzz. I love the way they play. I, I think Virginia Tech would be the best option to beat Villanova because they've ACC like we've talked about. Right. They played Carolina and Duke, but Colin Sexton in that game. I, I got to go Colin Sexton. All right, West Virginia Murray. West Virginia. I'm going West Virginia as well. Yeah. No hard. Uh, Wichita Marshall, your guy. Gun him up. F- yeah, Wichita State. You say that pretty reluctantly, though. Yeah, I mean, I because the conference they play in is what it is, and Marshall's going to go out and try to score 150 points on them. Yeah, there's that. Like, there's that. They're not, that's not how they're used to doing things. All right, Florida against the St. Bonaventure UCLA winner. Let's go. Uh, UCLA wins that game, so we'll go Florida UCLA. Florida. Oof. Yeah, I guess. I'll go Florida. Uh, Texas Tech, Stephen F. Austin. Texas Tech. I'm going Stephen F. Austin. you got to have a 14 win somewhere, in my opinion. So it's up to you. You want to go Texas I, I'll Tech? I'll let you have Stephen F. Austin. All right, so we're going to go with the upset there. Uh, Arkansas, Butler. 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 I'm, I, Arkansas. I, I don't think much of Arkansas. I like Mike Anderson. He's a nice man. but I don't, I don't think, think much of Butler, but yeah. I think less of Arkansas. Good point. Purdue and Cal Fullerton, I think we would all go with Purdue, correct? Yes. All right. So it, if it was baseball, I'd go Fullerton. Yeah, Cal Fullerton's tremendous. All right, Nova and Bama. Nova. Nova. West Virginia, Wichita. West Virginia. Wichita. I'm going West, I'm going West Virginia. Floor, you think I'm they're going to turn Wichita over a lot? I, 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 I think they will enough. Really? Yeah, because Greg enough. Marshall keep running plays for Connor Frankamp to try to dribble around yeah, people. Yeah, he's only tried to do it twice at the end of the last couple of games. Yeah. One and the got, game has not gone well for Greg Marshall. One got stolen before it got to I, – I was wishing he would have caught the pass to see what exactly he was going to do with it this time. I've, I've been – this Wichita State team has been overrated since before the season garbage. started. No, they're not garbage. They're, they're solid, but they've been overrated since before the season started. Agreed. Agreed. Greg Marshall at end of games has now finally realized – He's not in the Valley anymore. Connor Frankamp doesn't work at the end as of the As I watched the end of this one, I said, they're not going to Frankamp again, are they? They're just, Did you see Rob like, Gray call it out before the play? They stepped right in front of the pass. He, he said exactly. He told his guys, this is exactly what's going to happen, and he walked right in front of the pass. Don't go to the white, white ball guy. Just, at the end of the game, that's not the guy to go to. Maybe in the YMCA league, the over 40 league, sure, but not in a high-level Division One game. Just don't do it. It's not a good thing to, to do. Right. Florida and Stephen F. Austin and then kind of our upset special of the week. Florida. Florida. Yeah. Okay. Butler, Purdue. 
I'm going Purdue, but I Purdue, I guess by default. Purdue. I really want to pick an upset for Purdue, but too, the bracket but just didn't not fall it. that way. Yeah. yeah. All right, Nova, West Virginia. This is not going to end well for West Virginia. Nova. Yeah. Florida. Florida. Purdue. Florida. I'm going Florida as well. I mean, you guys got. They two played to... really well down the stretch, other than than, than about a half of the SEC. Yeah, but you just never lost. know. With I know. Them. Right. I know you don't. They take so That's many why, bad shots. Right, and it could be. This is the case where they're. I feel like they're going to make them for a few games. I'm going Florida. Doesn't even matter what you vote on this, Chad. Nova and Florida. Nope. Nova. Nova. All right, so we'll get Nova. All right, last bracket we go to Kansas beating Penn. Seton Hall, NC State. Seton Hall. I'll go Seton Hall. Yep. Clemson, New Mexico State. Clemson. New Mexico Clemson. State. Uh, Auburn, Charleston. I'm going Charleston just again because. Auburn. Auburn. If you're going to pick an upset there, it's New Mexico State over Clemson. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, TCU against the Arizona State Syracuse winner. Arizona State. I'm going Arizona State as well. I think okay. they find their mojo in this tournament. They got in. They feel like they got new life. I mean, they their team is the definition of, of uh, yeah. let it hang out and ball out in the tournament. Yep. Now, there might be a blaze of glory, and they get absolutely shellacked because they go over 30, but they will at least let it hang out. Correct. Uh, Michigan what? State, Bucknell. We're going with Michigan it, State. It. Rhode Island, Oklahoma. Rhode Island. I can't pick Oklahoma. Even yeah, though I I'll, love. Go, I'll go with my guy, Danny. All right, Rhode Island it is. And then Duke to beat Iona. Kansas, and his second to last game as Rhode Island coach. Yes, it probably will be. Uh soon to be at a at a UConn oh, we gotta get on that too at some point. Your guy. Your guy getting There's canned. A, yeah. We got time. Well Can, we'll get to them when we get to UConn in the bracket. Oh uh, yeah, uh yeah, they're not in it. So yeah. Oh yeah. well when well, we talk about the NIT. No, yeah, no. CBI no. Oh uh, CIT no oh. women's bracket. We can they talk are, about Gino. UConn is in the women's bracket. Wait, are they gonna hire Gino? That would be the best option. Be interesting. Or Danny Hurley. I'd Hill. rather have Geno. I, I would, too. I'd love to see that. Uh, Kansas-Seton Hall. Kansas. Clemson-Auburn. Why does that not, not even feel like it should be a second There's round There's going game? to be an upset in that pod. Okay. I'm telling you. I think you. you're right. Auburn. I'm going Clemson. I, I mean, I, I picked Clemson out, so i got to go Auburn. Okay. Uh, Arizona State-Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah. Rhodey and Duke. Duke. Kansas and Auburn. That's I think we're going to be Kansas. Yes. Yes. Okay. Michigan State, Duke. Who, buddy? Michigan State. I'm going Michigan State as well. I think I am too. Is that is that an anti Duke bias on our part, or is that just Duke? Just nah. One, I feel like it's a little chalky. Two, I think yeah. Duke is Bagley is so good, and Duke can be really good. But if you get a, a team with some a little NBA town, a little uh, some big guys around him, I think Duke. I mean, Duke's defense has gotten better since they've gone to the zone and slowed things down. But I don't know. I I I don't know about them again. I mean, we saw it against North Carolina. You know, if you, if you know how to operate against that zone, which I think Tom Izzo will probably be able to figure something out, you can kind of carve them up a little bit. Yeah. Um. All right. So then we get to Kansas. Michigan. State. Michigan State. Michigan State. I'm going Michigan State as well. Michigan State. All right, so it's a clean sweep. So our final four matchups, Arizona, North Carolina. North Carolina. I'm going Arizona. I'm going Arizona. I know. you, And you think – and I'll ask you, you think Carolina's got, got the best chance to maybe win this thing, right, before we move on? Yeah. I don't I, – yeah. I think that would be my pick to win it all. Okay. Uh, Villanova and Michigan State. I'm going Nova. Nova. I think Nova, yeah. Yeah. So Villanova, Arizona for the for the championship. Villanova, if we, that's the matchup. 
That's yeah. the matchup on our page. I'm going Villanova in a clean sweep. But if you, I uh, so go back, back around the room. If you, if you had a championship matchup that you would, you would, you that you think would happen. Bracket I, aside, I guess I really don't feel bad about how that just played out the way it went. Like I'm not a big bracket guy. Period. I, know. I just don't really like picking it out. Well, because because uh, one matchup you pick early can be completely affected because of the upset, and suddenly what you were picking here doesn't amount to a hill of beans because something else happened. Right. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel pretty good about Villanova, the way the draw worked out for them, that they can make it to the Final Four, and once you're there, it's win one game. So, um, I yeah, I, I think I feel pretty good about Villanova being in the Finals. I would have probably had North Carolina in the Finals against them and beating them, um, but that's... Yeah, I, I think when you really, if you start to gauge the teams, Villanova is the one with the least question marks, right? It's the one that all along, all year long we said... That's the team when I look at them when they're fully healthy, which they now are. Yeah. They're the one team where they just don't have a ton of flaws. Uh, everybody else has shown flaws. They really haven't, other than the stretch where they were a little nicked up. Yeah, it's still. I mean, you could argue it because Providence they had a chance. They had a shot to beat them in regulation in the in the championship game of the Big East. Yeah, I mean, again, it's rare, but they're still just like a bad shooting night away from having no shot of winning a game. So is everybody. Anyone. Yeah, that, that's. But I think other teams aren't as over reliant on the three point shot as they are. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just feel like they can really get themselves in a hole with the amount of threes that they But shoot. I just don't see anybody here that... No, me, me neither. And that's why I said I feel really good about picking them to the Final Four with the way the bracket fell. Yeah. Like, Jay Wright had to, like, sprinted down the hall naked when he saw that, that region. Right. right. Um, for you, Nova the, Nova the team to beat? I think so, yeah. All right. Um, let's get to the NIT because the pairings were released as we were doing this podcast. Um, and uh, I do want to get to Kevin Ollie, but NKU will play Louisville in a first round game at Louisville. They're the oh, seven. Oh, come on! NKU got a seven seed. Louisville was a two seed. They're in a pod or a region, if you will, with Baylor is the one, uh, Louisville the two, Middle Tennessee the three, Mississippi State the four, Nebraska the five, Vermont the six, NKU the seven, and Wagner That's was the eight. Hard. That's very hard. That's not a good NIT bracket for the Norse. Can you read through that one more time? I can. Baylor, Baylor a one uh, versus Wagner an eight. Mississippi State a four versus Nebraska a five. Middle Tennessee a three versus Vermont a six. And Louisville a two versus NKU a seven. That's every good team in the NIT. Yeah. How does, how does that happen? Right, I'll give you the other brackets just really quickly. Notre Dame is a one versus Hampton an eight. Penn State is a four versus Temple a five. I, what is this? This is called name recognition. You got or, screwed, Rick. Oregon a three versus Ryder a six. This is really going to frost you. Marquette a two versus Harvard. Harvard a seven. Winner gets the Duke job after K retires? Yes, exactly. The Tommy Amaker Wojo Bowl. What are, is that real life? Dude, I, why am I making this up when I'm looking at it? I'm not. That is the biggest screw job. I've, I've Not to Northern Kentucky, but to everyone in that top half of the bracket. Yeah, they don't have the other ones yet, so give me one second. I'll have to hit refresh because they've only got two of the two. Of the I, I honestly believe you just made the, I can't even believe that's the real bracket. That is so insanely unbalanced. Oh, I'm looking at the NKU basketball Twitter account, NKU versus Louisville in the first round of the NIT. But that part, I, like, I, I, I get that. No, he and I, I, I told him I thought that was going to happen earlier today. He said, oh, they won't be that bad of a seed. And I said, yeah, you're right. You're probably right. Um, but they are. That I mean, that literally is like every good team in the NIT. It, it is. I mean, Nebraska was making a case at one point to be an NCAA. Middle Tennessee team. State's awesome. Vermont's awesome. Yeah, both lost uh, tough games in their. Uh, Vermont lost sixty-five, sixty-two. Baylor. Ba- yeah, Baylor. Was ba- Baylor the was first the first team, team out. out. Louisville. 
was arguably the second team out. Theoretically, Baylor and Louisville are ready to end their seasons. So, like, yeah, right. they're, they're just the right. most talented teams and, in the tournament. And sometimes, yeah, but that, sometimes that happens, too. You run into a team that just says, I'm done. I don't want to play in this, this thing. But, man, that, that's pretty tough. That's pretty tough. That's not fair. That's ridiculous. We made it through this, the whole bracket, without complaining about anything. And, you, and we do one second of the NIT bracket, and all hell breaks loose in this room. Kind of kooky. But I don't think it's unfair. That is ridiculous. All right, they do have all the other ones. Here's the other ones right now. I'll give them to you. USC is a one versus UNC Asheville an eight. Western Kentucky a four versus Boston College a five. Jake Omer's going to give it to him. How about that? Stanford a three versus BYU a six. Oklahoma State a two versus Florida Gulf Coast a seven. Dunk City. Dunk City. Um, and then the last one, St. Mary's a one versus Southeast, Louis- Southeast Louisiana an eight. Boise State a four versus Washington a five. Uh, LSU a three versus Louisiana, which I think was former Louisiana Lafayette. Yes. They're, a, they're a six. And then Utah a two versus UC Davis a None seven. None of those are close to that region. I mean, not even. No. This is a joke. An absolute joke. Now, I'm excited about the opportunity for NKU to play Louisville. I think Louisville will be disinterested. I think LeVon Holland versus Quentin Snyder will be a fun matchup. Um, I am a little bit concerned about their length around the rim against Carson and Drew right, because right. they're not what the longest the three guys. Three six is middle in Vermont. And that, um, that's a brutal second-round matchup either way. And then either Baylor, Mississippi State, Nebraska would be in the final of that pod. Wow. Every round – I mean, every round's going to be really difficult, but – Yeah. Yeah. Have fun, boys. There you go. Let's get it going. All right, going last... down to Louisville for the game? We'll see. We'll see. I think tickets will be available. Yeah, I would imagine so. And it does not have dates yet, so that'll probably be, what, Tuesday? Tomorrow, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. So, I right. can't believe that bracket. Lastly, for you, Kevin Ollie finally for got, cause. Got, got put out of his misery. The thing is, for cause, I'm guessing he fights that, right? Yeah, he will. Because if I mean, not, it's, there's $10 million dollars on the yeah. line. Hell yeah, he's yeah. going to fight it. Um, but some of this started to get floated out a month ago. Um, uh, no surprise he got fired, and probably based on what was floated, the four cause, because they're trying to get, get to not have to pay him the, the, the payout at yeah. all. Um, but where does that program go, man? Danny Hurley. I mean, they have to go there. They can't go. Where else are they going to go? Because uh, uh, this, uh, this is a program that's in the, in the, in the, in the red big time, right? The, the whole athletic department. The whole you know, state is in the red well, yeah. big time. All right. So let's say that they lose the four cause and they have to end up paying Kevin Ollie. Can they really pay a high-profile coach to take You better find shot? a booster that can. I'm not telling you that you can't because the league needs UConn and Memphis to pick themselves up by the bootstraps. You want to talk about a mess. Speaking of that, is he definitively gone, Tubby Smith? How can you take the stance that his lawyer did and it not be gone? Incredible. Incredible. Well, so his, 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 there's been all these rumors that, that Tubby's out. Unless he made the NCAA tournament. And that Penny is in and that Penny is going to bring Larry Brown to be like on his bench. So Tubby's lawyer went scorched earth. Basically said, Memphis promised us that they were getting into the Big 12 when we took yeah, the that, job. Yeah, that was the best part, when Memphis was never even in the discussion. They they thought they were, but they ne- they were trying to buy their way into it. Oh, yeah, because FedEx was yeah. going to put pony money up, but, um, but they were never no. really, a, yeah. And then basically said, the reason Tubby can't, hasn't been able to get the best players in Memphis of Penny. is because Penny has been telling them not to go there so that he can get the job. Like, Penny is colluding against Tubby. 
so that Tubby fails, so that Penny gets the job. Like, but but Penny can do that. Yes, he can. But I mean, they, but <laughs> he's allowed to do that. Tubby's lawyer put it in the newspaper. Like, yeah, that's toxic. That's very whiny. It's very whiny, and it's toxic. You can't, you can't go back. To, like, it comes on, and that comes on the heels of him blaming kids that transferred or he called quitters. Yeah, and taught kids how to quit. Despite the fact, by the way, did you he's see, had you seven know, jobs, right? Well, that he's part never that, been fired. Yeah, that part doesn't bother me. But did you see, like, three or four days later, his son Gigi quit? As head basketball coach at whatever small, he's quit like four jobs. Tubby yeah, has. I don't, it's it, it it was it was comedic. It was and I like Tubby, but I did it, too. It was, it was comedic. Grandpa Tubby did a great yeah. job at Memphis this year. Well, you you called the Kevin Ollie. It was probably a year too late, but they finally they. What well, I guess the what's the statute of limitations then on winning a national championship? Five f- four years. Four four years. That gets you buys you four years of cachet. People forget he was a national championship head coach, leader for the Thunder job, leader for the Lakers job at different points, and. Now I'll be coaching in a G League near you. Regularly walks around with the poop in his pants, or at least that's how he looks. Uh, Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. All right. Any final things from you, Chad Brendel? You're going to Nashville, correct? Um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. There will be, regardless of me, I've got to clear, like, get things situated with the wife yes, and make sure it's, it's good. But her family lives in Nashville, so Perfect. that helps yes. the process. We got to make sure she can be in a car for five hours without getting a blood yes. clot. Any yeah. of those things, um, but the B, the Bearcat Journal team, without question, will be in full force because I know Justin Berg is going down, and uh, Brian Baker, my photographer, will be going down, and I am likely to be down as well. So, okay, it looks like we the Bearcat Journal is going to be transcending on Nashville while. Rick is here at Local 12 holding down the fort. There we go. But Rick does that with the best of them. Uh, final take from you, Rick Brewing. How was New York? It was a good time. It was uh, really enjoyable. I was really worried that you weren't going to make it based on the weather, but but you made it, right? Made It, it worked out perfect. Yep. I flew out early Thursday morning, got there well before the game. So you'd crush some pizza before apparently tip-off? I think I had six meals while I was there. Five pizzas? Four pizzas, um, a Philly cheesesteak, and some wings. All right. Well done. Solid. Yeah. Solid yeah, so I, I did it well. Um, Stop by Barstool? No. But, but it was good. It was, it was a good trip. Good trip. I mean, it's, hard to, it's hard to not have a good time going to well, Madison Square Garden for what basketball happened, and what happened City. Friday night? Yeah. Train issues? Well, I got on to a subway that was completely packed. At It was after the Duke-Carolina game. Um, so it's like 1231, completely packed. And then we sat for over an hour in what I was told was traffic. And I'm like, how on God's green earth is there traffic on a subway? You can control how it. Well, there's you. You can, but this also could be. It was a construction something, situation. Yeah, something Apparently, they tracks. do that on the weekends. Yeah, not whatever. Good, not good timing is what it was. You yeah, could, at that but, stage, you were ready to get back and be done with the night. Yeah, for like an hour while I was on the train, and then you know, six hours later, I loved New York again. Of course, I, I never thought I could live in some place like New York, but. Every time I go there now, I'm like, I kind of want to move to New York. Because you can walk to everywhere or take the, take the subway to everywhere. Yeah, and there's just stuff. There's a lot of stuff. There is a lot of stuff. Yeah. I love New York City. There's I don't think I stuff. can live there, but I love New York City. Especially when it's not cold. And it was cold, and I still loved it. Yeah, no, it, was, it, it is. It's just, just a lot to do. Any final take besides shout, your trip to New York City? Shout out to my guy, Nick, taking care of me while I was there. Good work, Shout out Nick. to Doug for some uh, notes tonight on this stuff, some of those draft stats we were reciting. Um, shout out to Dan for the trip to New York, just 
Just a lot of shout outs, a lot of love coming well, my way, like like usual. Yeah, yeah, you're the king of love. Positivity the, and love over here. The gangster of love right there, Rick Broering. Hi, I, was, I was, I was going to go to Dickman's and watch the game at one on Saturday, and then I realized Kentucky also played at one. Yeah, it would have been a... You you weren't gonna you were probably weren't you probably weren't gonna get it you had the, like the small TV in the back yeah the little UC corner I would have I would have been in Richard's office yes with like the little, little the, thirteen inch yeah, TV that, that would have been me yeah that would have by been the way that Richard was, that's I, a drink for a Northern Kentucky bar restaurant I, yeah, I had to work it in it is, I had to work yeah. it in Richard can I watch the UC game come here yep right in my office thirteen incher yep be, be the way to go all right boys enjoy your NCAA tournament experience in Nashville and uh, we'll be back uh, next Sunday to kind of recap a big weekend right. And hopefully, looking ahead to Sweet Sixteen. Well, I mean, Allegedly. maybe. Allegedly, they, the Sunday games are late now, Try and it. I'm going to be driving back from Nashville. Well, maybe we might. We, we might have to be, do Monday. Maybe we'll do Monday. We can probably do Monday too. We'll be back. We'll be back either Sunday or Monday. How about that? Okay, that sounds good. All right, boys, enjoy the uh, enjoy the NCAA tournament for Rick Boring of Musketeer Report, Chad Brennan, Bearcat Journal. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12. This has been the Skinny Podcast presented by Joseph Infinity of Cincinnati, the College Basketball Edition. <laughs>